2: Dude, it's been an entire week of nothing but cool, refreshing 7-Up. The Un-Cola.
1: You see, that explains to me the, the weird bloated look I'm seeing from you right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, so when I say nothing but, I mean no food, no yeah. water. Yeah, just, just strictly a 7-Up-based cool. diet. Cool, refreshing 7-Up. <laughs> the yeah, uncola. The-
1: <laughs> God, what would that... I mean, what would that even do you? Cause it's a lot of sugar, so you wouldn't die, but it's also like, I mean, that, that half, I don't know, that, 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 sounds unpleasant.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, the lie to people about the before and after photos for a weight loss drug is not a good diet. Like the, <laughs> the things you do to make yourself look terrible and pretend that was how you looked before the sup- the magical supplement you're selling at 3am. That
1: diet is not a good diet. It's it's not it's not a winning diet. That's no. not not what you want. Uh
2: what do we play? We played Cool Spot. Um specifically for the Sega Genesis or if you live in uh Europe or Australia the Sega Genesis. Cuz I can never remember if it's the Mega Drive or the Master System. I think it's the Mega Drive was what they called it, but it's the Sega Genesis. We're
1: the we're Mercan. Mer- so.
2: yeah. Um so uh this game is exactly what it sounds like. It is a platformer starring the red circle off of a bottle of seven up. Cool spot. Yep. Cool cool spot. Um came out in April of 93. Uh it's a platformer and it's kind of actually a collect a thon because like you have to collect things to proceed, but there's more total things that are required to collect, which I will have lots to say about later. Um, (laughs) And and the object of the game is uh, the other spots have been kidnapped and you are out to rescue them. So you you collect right. spots which allow you to unlock the cages that spots are in and that's how you beat the level. And there's like 10 levels plus a bunch of bonus levels. And that's like literally it. That's like the entire game that they somehow yep. made out of a soft drink mascot that I cannot stress enough is a red circle.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of weird when you start pumping the well and it's already dry (laughs) um and then but then somebody's like i still got to get water and so you're like all righty well uh i've got this coffee filter and some wet mud so i am just going to really press this mud through this (laughs) coffee filter and give you some water not that i've done that
2: (laughs) i hope you're as thirsty as you were claiming a minute ago um (laughs) So in in lieu of a nostalgia goggles experience, because I, I did actually play this game as a kid, because I remember renting it from Blockbuster. So I absolutely uh, really did play this game. So I really can you know claim it fits the bill. Uh, but I instead choose to tell this story. Uh, this is in the Wikipedia article that's linked in the show notes. Uh, but I, I'm going to read this one uh, paragraph word for word. Remember, this game is starring a red circle that is the mascot for seven up in most of the world. But in the European release, the seven up bottle was removed from the intro and replaced by a generic soda bottle of a similar color. The decision was made to avoid associating the seven up spot with the seven up brand in a region where Fido Dido has been considered the brand's official mascot since the 1980s. So this game, which only exists because companies of all different types were desperately trying to be cool and relevant by making video games in the early nineties in there's an entire part of the world where they have no idea why there are like green soda bottles all over the place in this game because <laughs> they don't associate this little red circle with this brand of soda so that to them wild. this is just a video game
1: that is that is, that is wild that would be like opening a daycare center that doesn't accept children you know
2: it's It's mind-boggling
1: yeah it's like that's that's what the whole point was like the whole point of this was to get people to pay you to advertise to them you know it's the same thing where i mean because advertise advertisers have been working since the dawn of time to figure out how to get you to buy more things um and and so you know like like the, the dream of an advertiser, like, I remember the, uh, do you remember the credit card commercials for, uh, um, I think it was, like, American Express, but they had Seinfeld and Superman? Oh, yeah. 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 And, like, I remember, because that was around the time when YouTube, I think, was, like, getting started or something. But I, like, oh, no, 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 I take that back. So YouTube wasn't a thing yet. So, like, you had to, but the internet was, So but y- you had to, like, go to Amex's website to find those videos and i was like this is their dream because i this is entertaining enough that i want to show this to this person as entertainment so i'm like i am now advertising for them you know so yeah so the, to to go through all of that effort and then have somebody be like yeah yeah but let's just sever the link between those two it's like well then wh- why are any of us here what are we doing
2: Wait, yeah. which tells you a lot about uh modern colonialism right because America has colonized the world through popular culture. And Mm -hmm. so our soda brand video games are so popular that we were able to push them overseas, even where they had no idea why this little red circle was trying to save other red circles on a beach. Like that's wow. Yeah,
1: uh, that is impressive. Um, so for my nostalgia experience, I'm also going to kind of veer, veer right a bit. Um, I, I may have played this game. In fact, I think I did play this game, but it was so forgettable that I, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, if I played it with my nostalgia memory, would be like, I played it. Um, <laughs> it's so forgettable that I
2: forgot it. How forgettable was <laughs> it?
1: It, it that, that I, that I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, I would like to, uh, to share um, something that we, we, we spoke about briefly on another episode, but these are evergreen episodes. Uh, and kind of what put this in my mind so the reason why we played this was because it you know the holidays were recently you know i was traveling so i was like i need i need a game we needed a game that would be relatively easily digestible you know and also that nobody was going to get wildly offended if you know we weren't able to do a 15 hour deep dive on it right you know because if you you say to somebody like oh yeah katamari whatever is you know yeah, it's it's a pretty straightforward <laughs> game i really didn't put too much effort into it like some people would they'd stab you you yeah. know uh, so yeah, um, that, that's how you so, start getting hate dms <laughs> <laughs> hey any, any publicity is good publicity except for that publicity <laughs> that's bad publicity um so uh, so yeah so basically uh i i suggested this one and the reason why this was in my head is because um what i suggested that we actually play was check's quest yeah. right we'll get because, there eventually champ we we will. We will. But um the thing that I got a huge kick out of with that was that I was like, oh, we should play Chex Quest because I did play a lot of Chex Quest as a kid, which is why I was absolutely flabbergasted that you had never heard of it, you know? like I was like, oh, yeah, Chex Quest. And you're like, excuse me? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's like Doom, but with cereal. And you were like, you, you, you're having a stroke, right? You know, like, <laughs> You're just saying words now. Uh, it's it's, it's kind of like when you say to somebody, you know, hey, I want to do uh, Hamlet, but with lions in Africa. And people are like, okay. Um, so I say all that to say... Uh, <laughs> I say all that to say, uh, yeah, that, that the thing I found amazing about the Chex Quest thing was that the reason why we didn't play it was because we couldn't find a copy of the original. And why couldn't you find a copy of the original? Because they made an HD remaster <laughs> that... <laughs> Is actually fairly
2: well reviewed on Steam, and that's yeah. now the only version you can get.
1: Yes, so so these weird commercials like have such a weird like aggressive fan base that they have warranted remakes and remasters that are well reviewed and popular. And it's like, I mean, I cannot imagine that the exec that made Chex Quest back in the cocaine fueled eight like early 90s because i'm sure that yeah, there's they are coming serial, down
2: from the 80s
1: <laughs> well i think it's a serial plan so i think that they're just 10 years behind you know there, like there so there go. was like yeah. the, the wall street people but then it, like eventually the serial guys get in on it but uh yeah and and and, and so the, the, that guy was like nah this is gonna this will stand the test of time so and it turned out to
2: kind of be right and <laughs> it's actually uh the the insanity goes on because when we were talking about like ha ha, you know, food tie in games, we both off the top of our heads were able to think of more than one, which is already upsetting <laughs> <laughs> and even more than one soft drinked one, because there's also the it's like Pepsi, man, Pepsi, man, Pepsi, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know if you remember this, because uh, I don't think either of us were big into the Xbox culture. Uh, and I don't. Are you a Burger King guy? Do you? I am. Are you are you okay? See, I was. A, I'm a McDonald's guy. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Right. No. My, but, my
1: my dad would take me to take me to Burger King on Tuesdays, and and yeah,
2: that's,
1: I, that's yeah.
2: I mean, it. It, it's you know, it's just it's whatever you grow up with. Um, exactly. Yep. But in the, I guess it must have been the early 2000s um, when the Xbox was new. Burger King did this whole promotional like troll thing where if you bought a certain meal you could get a an xbox game like a game made for the xbox and i don't don't remember what they were how serious they were i'm sure they were super trolly basically pepsi man but Mm. i say all that to say this this is not that right this is a serious (laughs) video game made by real companies that actually produce video games and that fact dawned on me when uh my moderator in twitch chat said so this was like a joke tie-in game, right like you like you bought like a six pack of, of seven up and and this was included, and I went, "No, <laughs> you had to pay money for this like any other video game, and she was just like, "What?" Right, because her <laughs> her her whole thinking was like, oh, ha ha, this is like checks quest that you get for free in a box of checks, or like those ridiculous Burger King games that you got for free when you bought a meal at Burger King. And I was like, no, no actually, this is like a regular game <laughs>
1: <laughs> that you would buy or rent, and you did. But uh, yeah. yep. But the but the nice thing though is that if you are going to enjoy a refreshing Seven Up, it's best to do it with friends. And speaking of friends.
2: I like that we are stopping our podcast about an advertisement (laughs) video game to advertise the podcast that people are already listening to. Like this is several layers of advertisement
1: deep. Oh yeah. No, this This is is an advertisement turducken. We we are inside the looking glass. Also seven up, give us stuff.
2: Uh, I don't, I don't actually really like seven up that much. Um, so yeah, 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 well, there you
1: go. Um, not, not the soft drink. no, (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh yeah so you're already here you're already listening but if you haven't subscribed you should do that so that you always get new episodes uh if you like what we're doing uh, the best way to support us is tell other people uh leave reviews on apple podcasts um if you want to talk to us you can come and find us on the twitters and the twitches uh, all these links are actually in the show notes now so it's easy to find us uh, if you want to go kind of above and beyond like i said reviews and uh, personal recommendations are always the best. Uh, If you're really crazy and you want to actually give us a little money to help us buy Burger King and 7-Up, I guess, um, since that's where all of our games will now come from, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you can support us on Patreon. And if you do that, uh, everybody at every level gets the after show, which is just more of us talking about food themed games. I'm going to say I'm going to say that's just all it is. It's if this is your first episode. This is what sarcasm sounds like for everybody else. All the after show is, is just food themed video games. Um, if you support us at a high enough level, uh, we'll actually shout you out on the show as a special thanks. And so with that, we want to start with our 8-bit classics. Kevin. A Coca-Cola polar bear. John. Pepsi man. Jason. Willie the hillbilly. Gonna have to ask you about that one after. Yep, yep. And, y- and Yarno. <laughs>
1: a frosty dog and our 16-bit
2: heroes michael
1: sprite boy really yes okay
2: (laughs) and jacob (laughs) the great root bear (laughs) and our full 3d supporter
1: david a zero kelvin spot (laughs) because that's cool That
2: is cool that's real cool that's oh my god um (laughs) so what was that willy one back there willy
1: the hillbilly i will give you three guesses to guess which brand that's from wait
2: wait wait no uh twinkie the kid was the cowboy Mm. twinkie yep yep willy the hillbilly is this like a like moonshine like
1: (laughs) (laughs) no all all of these are soda brands
2: oh these are all soft drinks
1: all soft drinks, Coca-Cola, oh Pepsi, Willie the Hillbilly, which you're guessing, Frosty Dog, which is Dr. Pepper, Sprite Boy, which is Sprite, The Great Root Bear, which is for A&W Root Beer, and Cool Spot. Okay, so
2: I'm sure that this is not right, but I just really want it to be <laughs> Dr. Pepper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> His alter ego, <laughs> Willie the Hillbilly. It's, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Yeah,
2: and then he, <laughs> he puts on the suit and glasses to become Dr. Pepper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it is um it is mountain dew
2: oh oh man see that's that's practically rude right because it, the kind of people who are like hardcore mountain dew people yeah no i I see where this comes from <laughs>
1: yep yeah and and i will send this to you and you may want to put it in the in the the doobly doo in the in the bottom but uh I i don't know if you can without like but it's uh or, or just like a link to it because it's uh it's offensive oh oh yeah no
2: that's definitely going in let's <laughs> i'm gonna take a note right here yep yep Hill- and it's not like
1: the most offensive thing but it's not it's not flattering hillbilly
2: good good is good <laughs> so yeah uh what are we doing visuals
1: <laughs> <laughs> we played a video game i think I, I forget i forget that sometimes um yeah so visuals uh this game I've obviously had them uh I'm going to start with this foreground background issues, man, is a tragic mess. It's it is homolonesian in its attempt at this. It's uh, it, it's bad. So my
2: my experience is that's true, but only in the indoor levels. Like when you're outside on the beach, I didn't feel like I had any trouble telling the difference between the foreground because you're on the beach and then the background is the ocean and the sky.
1: So, so the, the, the issue with the beach and, and similar levels is they struggle with like the earthworm gem problem, right? Where it's the way that they have colored it is it's difficult to tell exactly where you're going to be walking. Right. You know, so like like you walk kind of it's kind of like in uh, in Bart Simpson's nightmare where it's uh, was it like an isometric view? You know?
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you're standing right on top of the platform like in Mario. And then other times you can see where the feet meet the ground. Yeah. 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 And there's. That's fair. And there's some
1: stuff behind you. Yeah. And so I hated that especially in the beach level because there are things in the ground that come out and like snap at snipe at you, right? The the, the crabs, right? So um so that was a problem because I would be like, "Oh, well, I I can take two more steps before this crab can get to me." "Oh, no, wait, there's a small dip." in effectively invisible dip in the ground because of just the art style and so that put me closer to the crab than i had anticipated and then i got snagged so uh yeah so it, and then and so but to be fair that was the beach level so i was like ah, you know maybe it gets better it's way worse way worse yeah so but like, it, it's way e- worse
2: because later the ground is consistently flat most of the time but then you just can't always tell what's in the background because everything is so busy Yes,
1: no, I mean, these these levels, they're so... And again, like, it's just, it's weird to say this about a... Because you would think that for a soda tie-in game, that <laughs> they would be really trying to keep production costs to a minimum, right? So I feel that we would be closer to not enough things, but and they created a lot of art assets for this weird game, you know? So I don't know why they put so much work into it and then decided to go full... Uh, you know, star Wars episode two with the lightsabers and make it into a, a rave party, you know, like,
2: yeah. But- I, so my, my main issue with it was even if you can tell the difference between the foreground and the background, which mostly it's because pretty much everything in the for everything in the foreground is moving. But mm-hmm. in the later levels, there's too, too many enemies right? And so way too many, way, way too many enemies. Some of them fire projectiles. There's a lot of enemies that fly or at least like come down from the top of the screen. So there's just crap flying on and off the screen, popping up out of the ground, dropping from the top, flying in from left and right, like running in from left and right. There's just, there's environmental hazards that are like traps basically that you run into in in some of the, the levels where you're like in the walls, I guess. And it's just, too too much, so it's like I I don't even need to worry about what's in the background in some of these stages because I can't see it. there's yeah. so, much, so much stuff in the foreground, I can't see the background.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. No, there's just, it, and and so then to your point, right? So we can just rapid fire these back and forth. So <laughs> to your point, right? There's way too many enemies, and there is no visual indicator really for whether or not you're dealing damage to enemies, right? So like you're sitting there and you're 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 firing like water uh sprite bubbles right you know sprite sprite bubbles yeah Yeah. obviously yeah 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 you're shooting carbonation right you know (laughs) not not Um, seven up uh, bubbles sprite bubbles ah shit um (laughs) well now we're not gonna get any free stuff from seven up sprite give us free stuff
2: i'm also Um, i'm just letting you know right now uh I'm not going to bleep that swear. Like that was so <laughs> that was so fun that I, I want everyone to get to enjoy that. So that, that's just staying right in there.
1: Wee. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So uh so as you're firing your Dr. Pepper bubbles, um <laughs> yeah, so you you're you're dealing damage to these bad guys, right? But the thing is that I I couldn't easily tell um one that I couldn't see a visual indicator for the fact that I was hitting them. The only thing I could tell was that, you know, like when the bubbles kind of burst at the side, but there's so much stuff in the foreground and there's so many enemies everywhere that I couldn't really track that. They don't have any stagger animations. They don't, I don't think they even, and I don't think they stagger. I know there's
2: there's no, you don't, you can't interrupt their attacks. They don't get knocked back. Nope. Right.
1: Yep. So all you do, I mean, literally the first couple of times with the crabs, I wasn't sure I was doing it right until I just sat there and hammered on them and then, you know, they they fell off. And this is a great example of when, um, you know, Uh, it's like the you 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 notice the notes that aren't played right because this is where good game design would come in right because what you would do is put at the beginning some throwaway enemies that take one shot to kill and then hit them with your sprite bubble and then they ah off the screen you're like okay this is how i this is how i damage enemies instead they started right off with four and five hit enemies and uh and And, so i was honestly
2: poof out like I mean they they die and you know that they're dead cuz they don't come back but it's not dramatic.
1: No, it's not it's barely noticeable. And so then you kind of like wait for a minute like did did I, did I do it? So, yeah, so the fact that there are so many enemies and you're not really sure if you're doing damage and they don't have a stagger animation and and, and it's like it's just it's it's it makes the combat mechanics a mess but we can get into that more in mechanics but yeah no 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 hit no hit animation for you or for them yeah
2: yeah and i mean at least it's the hero also doesn't have cartoonish knockback where you go flying because you get hit constantly because there's so much crap going on so it's like that's kind of i guess whatever um
1: I mean and you know what that sounds like? That sounds like the solution to that problem. Like I would w- be willing to bet you that originally there was knockback and then they threw so much garbage in there that they were like the, the, you can't pl- the game is literally unplayable. You walk in, you get ping-ponged around to death. So let's just get rid of the knockback animation and then it not let's put less stuff on the screen. I feel like
2: knockback when a player suffers knockback that usually means the game is harder, right? Like, even even in a well-designed game, you think of, like, like the original Mega Man, right? Pretty, not the hardest game ever made, but it's not, it ain't easy, right? And, yeah. like, when you get hit, you there's, like, a dramatic, you know, you flash, you take, you make the uh, face, and, like, it pushes you back. You can not you don't get knocked way back but i mean you could fall off a ledge getting knocked back right mm-hmm. especially if you get clipped out of the air so like i i always i i should say i have started to associate knockback mostly with like oh this is not a game for for kitty babies right what is this? this is a yeah, grown-up not, game
1: it's a um, man's game yeah uh, right I, so, I will so in a game see.
2: like this it's just like oh well it's a dumb you know games are for dumb kids and, and it's harder if there's <laughs> knockback so there's no knockback
1: well, so this is definitely a mechanics though. But um, I, I would say that for for knock knockback, to me is is part of it's an execution and severity, right? So if you've got severe knockback, like uh, go, super ghouls and ghosts knockback, like that, <laughs> that's intense, right? Because yeah. it will regularly knock you into pits. You know, where all of a sudden the well, to be fair, in that game you only had two hit points ever, but now you've got none. So I think that that's kind of that's its own issue, but I will say that for Mega Man, here's the advantage I think for for knockback, right? And the thing to, to be said for it is it actually gives your brain more time to process what's going on because what happens is you get knocked back a small amount, right? And and then, again, you have to rely on level and enemy placement design to make sure that if you want to make it really hard, then place those things so that way knockback knocks you off the cliff. And then I absolutely agree with you that those those are for people with, you know, hair on their back. Men, women, doesn't matter. You've got <laughs> to have hair on your back. you got to have it. You, yeah. Um, <laughs> but is that most of the time Mega Man didn't do that. And so what the knockback actually did was you would get knocked back, right, and you'd be invincible but it would knock you back like a couple spaces and more specifically knock you out of the enemy that you just got hit by. And then you got to be invincible for another couple of seconds and then do things. So you actually had like, I don't know, three, two seconds to like figure out what to do next. The issue with this one, and this is a hundred percent of mechanics, nope, but I'm going to go ahead and dump on it now is that in this one, because there isn't knockback enemies can just Hammer on you, you know, because there's nothing moving you out of their hit box, you know, so like there were a couple of times I was like, all right, I'm just gonna walk into this area and I walked out on death's door from one enemy because I just kept like it its walk animation was right in line. I was doing like the 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 in the the hallway thing, you know, where like yeah. I kept trying to get out of his hit box, but he kept moving where I was moving, and I just kept taking damage, you know well,
2: and to to tie that back into visuals nicely um. The the term for that is iframes, right? Invincibility frames. So mm-hmm. if you don't have some kind of obvious visual that you've been hit, I think you need way more iframes, right? Because then otherwise you're taking damage and you may not know it because you're not, it's not interrupting the controls. It's not, there's no visual interruption. There's, I don't even know if there's a clear sound trigger when that happens. So like it's, it's, it's missing on all cylinders, right? So <laughs> you, you can walk into an enemy, you get hit, you're invincible for half a second, right? Where he, he does the stereotypical flash, like in every video game, right? But then before you can even be like, Oh, Hey, was he just flashing? Like you get hit again and then again, and then again, and then you're dead. And so the, the whole, like mechanically, I think there is a a lot of sadness in the choices they made, but (laughs) if, if visually they just flashed you, you know, if you, if you flash you know because you're red so if you flash like red and green and it was like screaming obvious like you are being hurt cool spot run run for the hills then okay maybe you know whatever but it's it's not it's not visually clear and it's only mechanically clear when you die like oh that was hurting me
1: well and and also too to jump off of that right your ui um while super cool is not super helpful right so i really like the concept of like oh well it's your picture of cool spot and then he like slowly gets hurt and then like falls it, and then you know it, like he, he falls it's, off it's it's like doom guy it's like the, he, it's, it's like doom guy yeah. i love it <laughs> yeah um but also like you know he he kind of like slides off like cool spot but the problem with that is that it's not a great indicator for a how many hit points you have left because doom guy also had health like that was that was an accent that was the 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 chocolate mousse at the end to finish off a meal and maybe he <laughs> wanted more but what he had was delicious you know <laughs> um, but uh uh that it this is not that this is this is the whole meal is the chocolate (laughs) mousse you know um and that's that's an issue because when you pair that with the fact that i i would again walk into an area take some damage and then and then be like oh well did did i take damage i maybe not because the first let's say you have 10 hit points right the first five of them cool spot just looks more upset right yeah he's pretty cool so it's kind of hard to tell when he's looking upset then the last five (laughs) is him completely peeling off the thing right so i'd walk into an area walk out and be like oh i guess i i thought i was getting wrecked but i i guess not and then because he'd only have like the little flappy doodle at the top like coming down and then i'd get hit two or three more times i'm like oh i'm dead oh (laughs) oh so yeah Yeah, i mean if, if it was like a if it was a
2: health bar right the the first eight hits would be like tiny little pips off the end (laughs) and then a giant like chunk chunk dead chunk
1: but that's the thing is that like to your point right is that like not only do you need more iframes but you need more if they had an actual health bar at the top or something like that um you could actually uh you know animate that better right so even if they wanted to keep with this cool spot thing um if cool spot actually said had a little word bubble that said ouch Every time you got hit, it's just something to say, like, you're taking damage, you're taking damage, Fox, you know, and like the screen shakes or something. But they didn't do that. And I think it's mostly because when you start taking damage, you take a lot of damage real fast.
2: Yeah. And I, OK, Here, here's what I want to focus on so we don't go too hard into mechanics right now. Um, cool spot is cool. Like
1: it's real cool.
2: It, this is where a lot of the budget for this game went was into <laughs> like cool literally this, animation yeah yep. right he he hater walks right like he oh yes he, he haters gonna hate walk uh which i think is fantastic he has like <laughs> six idol animations like he he yawns like he's bored like he does the too cool for school sonic thing but he also like does a little dance he's got a yo-yo, yo-yo. That he plays with. yep right and i was just like oh th- this is this is all the stuff in my memory that was telling adult me you should play this on the Genesis. Don't do the super Nintendo (laughs) one. Don't do the game boy one. I swear to God. There's also an MS DOS version of this. Don't do the MS DOS version, right? Uh. You need the Genesis one because this is a cool character. Who's 90s. Cool. And what was the cool nineties console?
1: The Sega Genesis, right? it was. Because so, Genesis does what Nintendo doesn't.
2: It, that's that was exactly how they said <laughs> it uh, right before all the commercials for Sprite. Uh, I was hoping to break you.
1: <laughs> I <liked> it just won't. <laughs> but I didn't. I'll keep trying.
2: Yeah, you'll get there, champ. Um,
1: I'll keep I'll keep Doctor Peppering these around and and see how they go.
2: See, see, you you got right back on that horse. <laughs> I did.
1: Uh, it's cycle time.
2: But I uh, I I do. Le- I mean, this is not sarcasm. Like I legitimately appreciate that the the good people at uh seven up contacted virgin interactive and said we need uh sonic the hedgehog but with our circle logo please and th- that yep. is essentially what they did right because cool spot was already a mascot like he already existed yeah. um sorry they they already existed um and and it's just I can't believe they even bothered to put this on Super Nintendo and Game Boy. Like this just screams <laughs> Sega Genesis. Like this, oh, yeah. this is such a Sega Genesis game. And and I, I looked at some screen because we played the Genesis version, but I looked up some screenshots and it, it looks basically the same on the, the Super Nintendo, and obviously it's monochrome on the Game Boy, but it's just like, nah, nah, this is a Sega Genesis game that was ported to the Super Nintendo.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I also thought it was um to to your point, right, is that Uh, cool spot is i literally one of my notes is cool animations for cool spot um i I have cool spot is cool (laughs) (laughs) cool spot is cool (laughs) uh he does does what it says on the can um but it i thought it was neat that because cool spot is an actual like he he they are the spot right on the thing so they scale you so you're like when you're on the beach you're like they they give you a giant chair and you're fighting crabs and like small things you know so it's not like cool spot came to life and is now human (laughs) size six feet tall yeah like this is this is definitely like an an ant man thing where you know you see him like like ah like fighting the crab and you just see the little like bink you know on the (laughs) on the beach you know so i thought that that was kind of cool um one one other thing is uh that i I want to make sure that i mention is um there's no visual indicator for on the on the levels that are highly vertical, specifically this is on the second level, um, where if you're gonna fall down a pit and die, or just go lower on the screen, there's no way to tell. And I know that because I fell down a pit and died thinking I could go further down. Yeah. Because a lot of levels have verticality. They do, like intense verticality. And so I was just I'm like, that's just sloppy. That's irritating, you know? Because and especially you know because i mean even celeste that you know does that type of thing all the time they pretty much make it very clear when they're like hey you need to go down here because they shine light you know and every other time they pretty much don't break break that even if they do cycle time super short but this one you've got lives and stuff and, and we can get into that mechanics but yeah so i just i was like this is sloppy it's just sloppy you know there's just no reason for it. if you got a high level of verticality and you don't like clearly say where to go, then just have a floor. Just have a floor to the level. Cover it in spikes if you must. You know to instantly kill you. That will do the same thing, but you won't accidentally jump on them. You yeah, know you
2: won't throw yourself onto the spikes, thinking maybe that the truth <laughs> is down there.
1: So this is this is a slight tangent, but because uh, I don't think you never played Borderlands Two, right? You only played One Point Five and Correct. 3. Yeah, uh, and um,
2: I, I actually there's like a new-ish one. It's like tiny, tiny Tinas something. Yeah, and I I have that because it was free on the Epic Store, so I I have oh, nice. that in in my
1: backlog excellent um so all this is true um but basically in borderlands 2 there's the villain handsome jack who is amazing and uh he he basically at one point a mission that you get from him which is the only mission you get from him in the game is i will pay you to kill yourself because <laughs> you've got the new you stations right and, and so basically you get up to a cliff and the, uh, the the choice is to either, like, do a thing or jump off the cliff. And if you do the thing, then you get, like, $500 or something like that, which is not much money. Or if you jump off the cliff, you get, like, 20 iridium, which is an unconscionable amount of money, right? <laughs> and so, like, but the funny thing that I think of every time is that when you're, as you're walking up the cliff, there's another, like, bandit running away from you, full tilt towards the, towards the cliff, and he goes, I'm going to be rich! <laughs> Just like... <laughs> And and so whenever I think of jumping off a cliff or like hurling yourself onto the spikes, I just think I'm going to be rich. So. <laughs> no, that, that's fair. <laughs> and, and uh, th-
2: this is the opposite of that, right? Cause cool spot, yeah. we cool spot doesn't give us money. We give cool spot money.
1: <laughs> we do. We do. So, so maybe as he like dies for the fifth time and, and, and we're like, God, I'm going to have to rent this game again in order to beat that. He's like, I'm, I'm going to be, be rich. rich. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, the only other thing I wanted to say about the visuals uh just because i i I've, I've noted you know you you do your notes in the same format every time, so like you start mm-hmm. to notice some patterns in your own behaviors, and I started to write out the note about like that the level design was fairly varied right yeah. and and then I played through the whole game and it's not uh it's <laughs> and it and it's not in like a way that i found very annoying because we didn't have the manual handy for this game i don't know if the manual tells you much maybe it's just a bunch of coupons for seven up who knows but the the story of this game is essentially the other spots were kidnapped and you are saving them right and so mm-hmm. the fact that it takes place like on a beach where there's like bottles of seven up and cool people being hip and young and fun is like yeah totally i get it right like cool spots, cool. And where do cool people go in the 90s and soda commercials? The beach. Like, fine. Yep. Like, no no, no further questions. And then there's one where you're, like, on a pier and there's, like, a ship in the background. But then you're, like, in the walls of, I guess, a toy store? Because then in the next one, you're in, like, a toy store. And but there's, like, these crazy just crap flying everywhere. And I was like, okay. Okay. So, like, half this game takes place on, like, a cool, fun beach where, like, young people go to drink 7-Up and surf, and half of it takes place in, like, Sid's bedroom from Toy Story? Like, <laughs> what, what is the point of those levels? Like, why why, why did I have all the beachy stuff and all the, like, beach-themed stuff? Because you're also, there's, like, surfboards and crap and, like, kites in the background, which is very beachy, right? But then, like, dolls and rats and mousetraps and crap, and I was like, What? What? Did they just have these art assets laying around, and so they just shoved them in here, so they didn't have to draw more enemies, and and then like at the end you just you're like back on the beach, and like and then the game's over. You're just like, what <laughs> happened? So normally, uh, I I praise the variety in a game like this where it's like, oh yeah, you know they they didn't have to kind of like what you said, like oh they didn't have to have all that variety, but no, they don't. They don't have good variety. They they have. Yeah. A little bit, and what's there feels confusing and disarming, like it's not good
1: <laughs> yeah no I, I I can definitely concur with that the the one other note that I had for visuals. And so this is interesting because I, I went back and listened to, to some of our, our older podcasts, which is is always an interesting journey because I feel that we've been doing this for a while and I think we've gotten better at it. And the sheer number of times I used to say like on the podcast is, is a little <laughs> grating on me now. So I apologize for anyone who goes back and listens to some of the is, older episodes. Isn't that the one haunting
2: thing about these being evergreen episodes? Right. Yeah. Because when a new person comes to the, the show and, and it's like, oh, I, I like how these these two dudes think I'm going to go check out some of these other games. And it's like, OK, but remember, the episodes are evergreen. We're not. We still experience <laughs> <not>. time linearly.
1: <laughs> exactly. So so be careful. But anyways, um, I, I went back and listened to Echo the Dolphin and I, you taught me a term then that I had forgotten, but I have relearned and I'm glad that I have because I want, I want to make sure that I'm using it properly here. Um, I hope you like dithering because, (laughs) right? did i do that right yeah you did
2: you did this game has a lot of dithering
1: everything man i mean like oh my good giddy god you know like just it's like oh man you know there's this tool that when you press it it just it makes everything fade and it's like do we need to use it on everything Everything. (laughs) it's just everywhere and i hate i hate that art style man it just it looks it it looks like sandpaper to me it just
2: dithering is there are two kinds of people who notice dithering uh people who are like, Oh my God, this looks really grainy, and like professional artists right because <laughs> dithering is just like uh it's it's like any special effect, it's like any c g i in a movie right like in the the I was just talking to somebody about this like in Jurassic Park. Uh, when Jurassic Park was new, do you remember how many people are like, like, oh yes, everything's just going to be CGI from now on? And it's like, do you have any idea how many of those effects were practical? Most of the movie was practical effects, right? Like they use CGI where they had to or where it was the right tool for the job. But a ton of the dinosaurs are just big plastic toys, they're big rubber suits and stuff. And dithering is that. If you notice the dithering, there's too much dithering. It's too much. It, it's not that it's always bad. It's that the second you notice it, now. It's just everything looks like it's covered in sandpaper.
1: Yep. No, absolutely, couldn't agree more. And I mean, and that's 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 true of of any tool, right? Any material, right? You know, I mean, it's like if if you're if you're making a cake, you probably need sugar. If you can taste the sugar, like if you take a bite out of that cake and it's crunchy with sugar, it's <laughs> too much sugar, right? Yeah, it's awful. You know, so this is this is the I can. I can literally taste the texture of the sugar in the cake. It's, uh, it's bad. Um, dithering isn't bad. This, this dithering is. <laughs> There's too much dithering in this cake.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that. uh, but that's all I got for visuals.
2: Okay, so for the audio, um, I'm going to tell you something, tell you some feelings I have, and then I'm going to share a piece of uh, independent third-party evidence for my feelings. Um, the music in this game is better than this game deserves. Like <laughs> it's way, way better than this game deserves. It's it's actually pretty there's a couple songs in the weird Toy Story levels that I really didn't care for, but the the vast majority of this music is not just like, oh wow, it's better than I expected. It's good. And because when we uh when we record episodes, I always have like a bunch of screenshots and stuff queued up as like uh to kind of go along with my notes. Uh one of these screenshots, the title for what I assume is either an article or a video is Cool Spot shockingly has some of the best music on the Genesis. And I was like, well, here's some strange internet weirdo that is not me, but who absolutely agrees with my point of view. And that's validating. But I I, dude, I don't know why this music is so good, but like the 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 like title screen song is like an eight-bit cover of Wipeout and it's not like a crappy midi ringtone for your nokia candy bar phone <laughs> like it is a legit chiptune cover of the song wipeout and i was like this is, who put it who put in all this effort and why did they do it and how do i thank them
1: <laughs> so i will agree with that the music and and the way i know that the music is at least halfway decent. i will say that the beach theme i did not like that one um but,
2: but just to be fair is it you didn't like it or it's a bad piece of music
1: I, I don't know if I have the musical chops to distinguish those two no, do, things. Do it. shoot, shoot from the hip. Yeah, uh, no, it's bad, and anybody who likes it is either a drug addict or a murderer, and that is a complete list. That's a there, comprehensive list. There you go. Yeah. That's how an American
2: yeah. takes a stand. <laughs> that
1: is that is that is good solid review right there. Impartial, yeah. calm, stay, collected, stay scientific, George. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways um so yeah so the music the, one of the reasons why i can attest to the music being uh good is that megan said at least three different times this sounds like you're playing sonic and i'm like well that's high praise because sonic has good music you know so yeah it sounds it it i mean and that holds up because it's on the genesis but yeah it sounds like you're playing sonic um the, the genesis
2: the, has such a specific sound palette available to it mm-hmm. compared to the super Nintendo, so. This isn't an, yet another reason that I'm like, oh, this game belongs on the Genesis, because if the Super Nintendo version has the same tune skis, but in the Super Nintendo sound palette, they wouldn't be as cool. And I mean that in the cool spot sense of the word, like they right. would not be as 90s solid black sunglasses, big white gloves. Cool, right? Like G- the Genesis had Sonic and Sonic songs had a very particular grungy Sega Genesis sound to them, which which is it's '90s cool, right? So like, yep. I, I don't know if I would go quite so far as to say like, oh, this sounds like Sonic, but she's not wrong, right?
1: Like, she's not yet. Yeah. It, it's yeah.
2: like a it's like a cover band. It's like, oh, this isn't the Beatles, but they're they're obviously playing Beatles music.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, when 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 I think Sega Genesis, I think uh, I mean obviously cool spot. Um, but yeah, Sonic. Um, uh, uh, what was uh, Earthworm Jim, right? And toe Jam and Earl panic on funky funk you know <laughs> um which you never played dude I, uh, I
2: have uh but i played the vastly superior toe Jam and Earl, uh which again has phenomenal like all of those games <laughs> particularly cool spot the preeminent sega genesis game yes um, but yeah, all, all of those games have excellent music that just wouldn't sound the same
1: coming out of a super nintendo they'd still probably sound good but they wouldn't sound the same but here's the thing about the music is that no matter how good the music is, it will have trouble re- ringing through the din of all of the sound effects that are going on all <laughs> at the same time. There is sound effects for everything, sound effects all the time. And we we talked about dithering being the sugar in the, this is the sugar in the cake, like... <laughs> it, of the audio right i mean it's hard to even i mean it's fine when when cool spot is hater walk in from point a to point b in the brief time when there are no enemies but when you shoot your soda bottle it makes a noise when it hits things it makes a noise when you jump it makes a noise fortunately when you walk it doesn't make a noise because i know i know you hate <laughs> that that, that would have been close <laughs> yeah but 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 also that every single other action that you have makes a noise and so uh it's it's it makes me think of the Incredibles where it's like everyone's special dash. That's just a nice way to say that no one is right. So if, if all of the sounds are sound effects are important, right. And they're supposed to be drawing your attention. They can't all be important, right? I don't need, I don't need this many sound effects all hammering at the exact same time, you know? Well, to do, to do
2: a variety of sound, right. If there was like every enemy, when they get hit, they make a enemy got hit, sound effect right then Mm -hmm. okay but then you can't have a hundred enemies on the screen because now i'll be hearing that a lot right if every time uh an enemy gets hit they make a different noise depending on the kind of enemy they are then i hope you are doing some like volume scaling because otherwise you just have this like cacophonous right it'd be like setting a zoo on fire and like all the animals are just screaming and you hear the roar of the fire and it's like "Ah, i can't tell which animals i need to go say first i don't know why i went to that analogy but i'm i'm just gonna have to pretend that was a normal thing to say um but but there's there's just the same kinds of sounds like the same like four or five sounds just happening constantly
1: yeah and and so that that of course you know trying to stay scientific jerry um i i I try to look for you know okay well this this bugged the ever-loving hell out of me am i you know being consistent and? I am always uh perfectly uh, but so here's the thing it's like let's let's take two ex- two counter examples right let's look at sonic and then let's look at contra um I promise this will bear fruit yeah no so,
2: I'm excited
1: <laughs> so if you look at sonic right the you, you make a jump noise right, and enemies also make noises when you when you hit them and and all that kind of stuff, but those two things are the same thing when you That's the only way to damage enemies is to jump and hit them, and jumping has hang time to it, right? So you jump and then you hit the thing, and you can't hit five different enemies at once. You can't rapid fire, right? That's not the way Cool Spot interacts with stuff, right? He's constantly firing, so that's making that noise all of the time, right? And that means that you can be hitting things way faster, right? So there is no way for Sonic to hit as many enemies as quickly as Cool Spot is, which means you're not going to hear the sound as much. So. Let's take another example, Contra, where you absolutely can do exactly what Cool Spot does, and then some. Why isn't that as obnoxious? And I would posit that the reason why that's obnoxious is because it's intentional. Because it's supposed to be the Aries of war, right? It's mm. supposed to be like you're on a battlefield, firing constantly. You're supposed to be having all of these noises hitting you all of the time, and the 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 music is like, dun, 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 dun. it's like this like hard metal, fast paced music, right? Um, this is not that, because cool spots cool, right? And, and cool people don't care, you know? They, <laughs> like, like, like he's, he's above all that, right? He's got his, like, strutting hater walk, you know, and all sorts of stuff. So the sound palette should be, tempo-wise, closer to Sonic than to Contra, because the aesthetic of the game is closer to Sonic than it is to Contra.
2: Well, I, I think... I don't, I don't want to go off into mechanics too early, but... Um
1: the the, (laughs) it's okay i mean i I just know that that this is a really good episode and it's been a while it it happens to everyone sometimes you just go into mechanics too soon you know
2: sometimes you just i'm tired it's been a long weekend (laughs) Uh, i had some champagne (laughs) there's a lot of sugar in this cake Um, (laughs) but but i uh i i always like now as an adult with a a, you know an adult's view on the world um I, i always struggle with games that are like What if gun violence? I'm like, what? (laughs) What if if not gun violence? Right? Like, why? Why does Cool Spot shoot things? Like, you have the two most popular platforming games ever made, Sonic and Mario. You jump on stuff, right? Yeah, and you crush
1: their skulls under your iron boot. Yeah, exactly. And everyone
2: is fine with it. And yeah, peaceful. Cool Cool Spot's got his big, you know, honking, you know, Nike Air Jordans on, or whatever they're supposed to be, and. Just, just let me stomp with those, yeah, right? Like just, and I also feel like that's more kid friendly, right? Cause what do you do when you get hit by an enemy? Like you panic and you try to get away. So if I jump and then I come down on top of an enemy, now that enemy is dead, right? Whereas you, I don't know if you, you experimented with this a lot, but you can actually shoot in eight directions, right? Mm-hmm. So up, down, left, right, and you can do the diagonals, but it also makes you walk left or right when you're holding what, the, Like the, in Contra. Yeah. It, yes, exactly, right? So, what, what young kid playing this $45 soda commercial is <laughs> going to get hit and then jump backwards and like... But, you know, jump with their back to the enemy and be pointing their cool spot fingers down, firing Dr. Pepper at their their opponent, right? Like nobody. So yeah, I would way rather all of those, uh, sound effects get consolidated into the jump noise and the, like the boop noise that enemies make when you jump on their heads in, in most video games, right? Like this is something that has just always blown my mind. And it's visually, it's weird for a like little friendly mascot character to be firing a gun. It's, you know, it creates the, the, the overwhelming, Oral impact that is unpleasant and is actually relevant to the section of the podcast we're in and mechanically i just think it's a poor choice so like I mean,
1: yeah and it might as well think,
2: be making a machine gun noise like it's it's that out of place
1: <laughs> well and, and i think that, that to your point I, I don't think that people really put this tight this type of thought not this amount of thought but this type of thought into it you know but i mean i think that honestly to your point is even stomping on enemies is cooler than shooting them, shooting them smacks of effort, you know, like, <laughs> it, it does, you know, so, like, like, as opposed to, like, literally, like, hey, I was just jumping around, and then I happened to dispatch you, like, as I was going from point A to point B, like I used you as a platform to get from point A to point B, because I don't care, man. You you can't even touch me. Versus like, oh no, I'm gonna sit here and like like look at you, focus on you, take aim on you, and shoot. Like that means that you care about them and caring about stuff that's for squares, not circles. Like cool spot. <laughs> um. So the the uh, oh wow that sorry I just noticed that I have a clear visual note in audio uh just must have plugged in the wrong place which was uh are all bonus levels the outside of the seven up open parentheses yes close parentheses (laughs) Um. (laughs) uh good anyways glad glad that got in there (laughs) yeah sorry um yeah that's kind of all i have for audio
2: yeah my my last audio note is uh and and i I don't mean this nearly as insulting as it's going to come across just a little bit insulting. The soundtrack is no question. The best part of this game.
1: (laughs) Right? Yeah, no, I can, I can, I can agree with that. Um, controls and mechanics, controls
2: and mechanics. I was so shocked and delighted that this game is a -a collectathon. And, and here's,
1: you do like those.
2: Well, I do. And I've also realized, thanks to Banjo Kazooie, which we also played, and you can go back and listen to that episode. Is yep. to me, and I, I think that this is the correct definition, and I would, I would love to hear someone explain to me why this is not true. To me, a collectathon means there have to be, there has to be a fairly large gap between the number of things to collect and the number of things you must collect, right? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you're just getting keys. If there's five doors and you need a key for each door and the the level has five keys in it, that's not a collectathon. If there's a thousand doors and the level has a thousand keys, it's also not a collect-a-thon because you have right. to get them all to proceed. To me, it's all about the the gap between what is required and what is possible, right? Um, the, the newer, like, Rayman Legends does this phenomenally well. Uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze does this. Super Mario Odyssey is probably the best right now at, like, Here's what you need to finish the game, and here's what's possible, right? Just massive. (laughs) And this game actually does this in a surprisingly clever way for the time in history this was. So every map has some amount of spots on it that you have to collect to free the cool spot that's in a cage that you're trying to rescue. If you're playing on easy, you only have to get 30% of the spots that are on that map. If you're playing on normal, it's 60%. And I assume hard is like 80 or 90%. I didn't bother to play this game on hard because I don't care. Um, But the, the fact that they said, okay, even on normal, the difficulty we are designing the gaming experience around, there's still almost 2x the total available things to collect before you are allowed to say, okay, I finished this level like that. I was like, how is this a better collect a thon than Banjo kazooie I mean, it's a worse game in every other way, but in <laughs> terms in terms of just like I want to play a game where I get to explore a you know vaguely nonlinear space, collect things, and then that allows me to proceed when I decide I'm done collecting things. Like, great, like excellent work, <laughs> weirdly surprisingly good job, guys.
1: I, I, I agreed i'm i'm not as big of a fan of the collectathon if the results from the collectathon are ill defined right you know so for example right like you have to collect certain things to to free the spot right um but if you collect them all or 90% or 80% then what you know uh, um, I, I think
2: that's how you get like the bonus levels and continues and stuff
1: yeah, which to me is <laughs> so I get to do a bonus level where I get to collect more things. So, um, but anyway, so but to to um, to your point, right? Is that like you know in uh, in some games like you can collect more stuff and it's like ah, but if you collect other things, you get you know this cool motorbike or you get you know more whatever more more in game content. I think though that to me, one of the best exemplars of a collect-a-thon uh, is Celeste, because it's, A, completely optional, right? Um, there are different types of currencies to collect that do different things, so you can collect the hearts, which will unlock like this like super special extra hard level, right? You can collect the B-sides, right? But the cool thing is that you can collect the strawberries, and what do the strawberries do? They just change the ending, that little ending cutscene, you know? But it's very clear, so it's like, hey, collect these things if you want. So... But to your point, right, is that it is a collectathon. So I, I ask you this: Why is it timed? Why so is this game the, timed? Yeah, why?
2: <laughs> no, so so this is uh, where they fall right back off the wagon. Um, yep, yep. <laughs> because I so I think a collectathon is a kind of game. It, it's a tool that plays on humans' desire to just collect stuff. Right and yes, there. Are,
1: yeah, yeah. If, and, if 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 there's like half a dozen different things that I can think of off the top of my head that like you know whether there's like amiibos or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those exist yeah. in this world. Pogs. Human beings like collecting things. Pogs, stamps. Yeah, I mean like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pogs. I mean, yeah. P-
2: Pogs are modeled after old-fashioned milk caps. Like stamps, at least serve a function and are pretty to look at. So
1: it is that is true. But I, I would actually say that, that, to me, stamp collecting is awful. I mean, it's awful in general. I'll stand by that statement. But it's it's awful in the sense that, like, you you are specifically perverting their purpose, right? Yes. You know, like... Yeah. Like, now you'll point, never do what your main
2: function yeah, is. Yeah, right? Like, like the
1: whole point of them is that you put them on a thing and then send it away from you forever. So, like, you're yeah. doing the exact opposite of that. Yeah. But
2: but uh, the, the reason I say that is, like, I... I like collecting things in video games because I like collecting things, right? Like it's that it's just a thing that is fun to me to do. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and it needs some framing device around it, right? Like in, uh, in Super Mario Odyssey, I, I wouldn't just walk down a hall. This is like, uh, is it Super Mario, new Super Mario brothers two where it's just like, what if everything was coins, right? One of the uh. newer 2d Mario games is just like a coin orgy. Like there, there's, <laughs> there's power-ups that make coins. There's rooms that just literally the entire room is filled with coins. So it's impossible to move without picking up coins. Coins just rain down from the sky. And like, to me, that's not fun, right? That's fun. Maybe to like a small child who's just like, Oh my God, so many coins. Uh, But like in super Mario odyssey, Collecting moons is representative of your ability to collect moons. I, Mm -hmm. you know, you have 700 moons and I have 800 moons because there's a hundred you couldn't get, but I could. Right. And that's like, that just, it's an, it's irrefutable proof. It's the strawberries in Celeste, right? It's irrefutable proof that you completed this super hard challenge and someone else didn't. Right. So like, I, I do need that bit of framing device. Here, the only framing device is time pressure. It's just, Mm -hmm. can you collect them all before the clock runs out? And as much as I love collecting stuff, I don't love collecting stuff with a gun to my head. So (laughs) (laughs) like like that... That to me is the worst way I have I have personally seen to do a -a collectathon is like, oh, hey, the levels are like kind of nonlinear and you can sort of approach them in like multiple directions and take multiple paths and stuff. And and that's neat. And there's there's spots spread throughout. So if like there's a bunch of enemies near these spots and you can ignore those because you don't want to deal with the enemies and just go over here and collect some and then you'll still be able to finish level. It's great. It's like. Oh, but you got to do it real quick otherwise we're going to kill this spot. <laughs> it's like, uh, no. No, I'm oh, sorry. Wait. No. Be- because nope. That's uh, fun. Be- being afraid you're going to murder me if I don't do thing do this thing in the amount of time you laid out for me. It's
1: not cool. It's not cool. And on top of that, you know what cool people do? They walk away from stuff like that, you yeah. know? Because they're too cool for it. Yeah. Um, I will say that here here is something that they did that I know other games do this, but I I struggled off the top of my head to think of one that we've played recently that does this, which is, um, I'm sure, I'm sure there is it, but is that this is a 2D side scroller and enemies don't respawn between lives. And that's weird, you know? So like if you dispatch an enemy, right? And then you die, that enemy's gone. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and and since we have more than once talked about Nintendo games that are like, what if enemies <laughs> just magically respawn infinitely forever? Yeah, um, th- 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 yeah, that that feels like a very intentional choice,
1: right? And so here's my guess on so initially, as I, I was like, that's a bit odd. Either a, like, just give me five lives worth of health, right? And then it's one, and then and then it's one run, right? You know, like Gungeon or something like that, or you know do do it do it normal here's my guess is that what the, because there's no knockback right so what people could do right is just scream through the level right is just ignore getting hit because as long as you don't take all of your hit points of damage right you won't die right and then just kind of ignore enemies and just grab all the stuff and, and just ransack the place and get out right so what this one actually does is it is it kind of puts you on more of a you know what i am going to actually interact with and kill these enemies because i will never have to deal with them again and so there were a couple of times where i started to get frustrated i was like ah, i'm just gonna run through all of this and then i died and i was like well that life was basically meaningless because i didn't kill any enemies on that run you know so i just lost a life whereas even if i got you know. A third of the way through it and I died, I was like, well, I'm now going to get way further because I was dispatching all the enemies as I went and therefore I can now get farther. You know, so it's a weird kind of like a, a checkpoint almost. So kind of kind of weird, kind of different.
2: Yeah. And I'm I'm actually not sure your assessment was correct. I don't I can't think of an old video game that did that. <laughs> like, yeah, that's such a. I I can think of some modern games that do that. But I can't mm-hmm. think of like a, you know, an 80s, 90s era game that was like, oh, yeah, you know, once once you once they're dead, they're dead, because like, that's a thing you have to remember,
1: right? Like right. it has someone, to store that memory. Yeah.
2: Someone had to write code that's like, OK, this many enemies have been dispatched, which also means like when the level reloads, it's not reloading like you are reloading at the, the spawn point. But the whole world of the level you're currently in is not resetting. Right. Which is right like in you know in in the original mario brothers for example like every enemy is in exactly the same place every single time you start the level because they come into existence when the level comes into (laughs) existence right if you stomp one goomba and then you die that goomba is right back where they were
1: yep yeah sometimes if you leave the frame sometimes if you barely leave the frame (laughs) it'll come back sometimes
2: if you stand still they just spawn (laughs) infinitely because you are standing on their spawn point
1: yeah. So yeah, I, th- I just thought I was just kind of like a huh. That's 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 weird. Um, so uh, one thing that we we discussed this outside of the game, but I I kind of wanted to, to to do it on the air because I I got a kick out of it. Right? Which was um, there is a level select cheat for this for this game. Uh, it automatically forces invincibility upon you. Right? Yeah, it Does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which and is kind of no, no way to turn it off.
1: Yeah, no way. Right. So, you know, I, I remember you saying like, oh, well, you know, it's because it was for developers, right? You know, so that way they could stress test their levels. I'm like, nah, I much more would rather think of like the, it's the, oh, you you, you, you want to pick a level, do you little piggy? Huh? You want to pick a level pig? Well, then take invincibility too, piglet. You know, and they just, you know, so that way you know that you cheated, you know? And, and like that's very that's very reminiscent of time and very reminiscent of like cool games so it's kind of on brand well
2: and and i, I think <laughs> yeah there there are definitely our video games that are like the minute you enter a cheat code they're like we're never gonna let you live this down um, <laughs> but uh for me like one of the actually one of the most delightful things about playing this game was the cheat code is like 25 button presses right it's like you pause the game and then it's like c a b c c c a b b a c b a right like it's it's all over the damn place and i love that i love it i love it so much <laughs> like i love it's like playing a recorder like it's a little simple instrument and and i just i delighted in it every time i did it and then it played the little chime and it tosses you to the next level um what i think is problematic in this implementation is most cheat codes in old video games are there for the developers, right? That's why most video games have like debug mode because it's literally for debugging the game, right? It's literally a tool the developers use and they just leave in because they know people think it's fun to, to you know, screw around with. Um, this game doesn't have any normal level select. So like even after you beat the game, there's no way to say like, okay, now I want to play level three and there's no saves or anything, which is fine. I get it. A lot of games don't have saves because it's a big pain in the ass to code for, but okay. Can you please not couple level select with invincibility? Because now if I am actually trying to get better at the game and I had to go to school and my mom was like, turn this off. And then I come home from school and I'm like, okay, I want to pick back up where I was. I have to earn my way all the way back there. And I don't always want to do that. Sometimes I want to just replay from where I left off. And so coupling the invincibility and the level select together, I was like, this is, this is, this is more cheating than I want. Like, (laughs) because to me, a level select is only cheating. If you, you, like if your men's rea is to cheat, if your men's rea is I'm picking up where I left off, then a level select is not cheating. Right but invincibility is always cheating like it is impossible for me to die is cheating i can't imagine a situation in which that's you know fair play
1: well and and i think though to your point right is that this is very also because i mean sonic one was the same way man like you 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 played through that whole thing and i remember that distinctly because at one point i was playing it on like the 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 family room screen and my mom came in and was like i don't want this (laughs) and so um i was like well i can't turn it off so we like unplugged the input yeah you know yeah, yeah. i did that yeah. every, every oh, kid yeah. our age probably did that yeah where it's like okay now but now my game's still running yeah. but you know, but you know or, what or, or,
2: so, sonic one had a level select that didn't make you invincible it
1: was up down left right b a start exactly right and so that's the thing is that <laughs> you very proud of yourself i am um, so, because <laughs> so in
2: i you know because we we do video but this is an audio <laughs> show um So the uh, Sonic 1 uh, cheats, because the Sonic 2 cheats you did in the um, sound select thing, where you had to pick certain numbers in a certain order, but Sonic 1 uh, were button entries. And not only were they button entries, but they were button entries you had to do on rhythm. If you did them too Mm -hmm. slow or too fast, they didn't work. And that's why they're so deeply ingrained in my head, because everybody knows the Konami code, because it's like everywhere, ha, the Konami code. But I'll never forget the two for sonic one because the level select is up down left right B, A, start and the debug is up c down c left c right c hold a start because you have to do it on rhythm so even just saying like a song even just saying those words to you right now i can hear the you know the the snare drum comes in and you had to do it on that rhythm otherwise it wouldn't
1: work (laughs) yes and so uh, but i think that this is very reminiscent of games at the time where They believed that it kind of had like, I would, I would argue that the games of this era had a more antagonistic relationship with the player than games do now. Right. You know, so
2: thanks for buying our game, but we hate you.
1: Yeah. Right. You know, where it was because part of it was what a game developer didn't want was for a kid to, you know, play, pay 50 bucks for their game and then go to the schoolyard and be like, ah, don't buy that game and be in 20 minutes, whatever. Right. So instead. Arcade mindset yeah exactly right so very much so having a level select was considered cheating you know whereas nowadays we're like it's 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 my game i bought it and i don't want to play level one i want to play level five it's like skipping it would be like if you bought a cd and they made you listen to the whole thing in order every time right like you couldn't just skip to track five it's like, no you gotta <laughs> earn track five <laughs> dude,
2: come over and we'll listen to this album. I'll start it. Let me know when you're driving. I'll start it. I'll start it when you're driving because it's the fourth song that's the real good one. So I'll let it play through.
1: Yeah, you know, on mute while I uh, while I do dishes. Yeah, you know, so, so the games industry has fortunately gotten away from that, but that's definitely something that you see a lot of in old games where it's like, no, oh, you got to earn the right to enjoy this game the way you want to enjoy it. It's like, or I could just enjoy it as a source of entertainment whenever I want because- I can do that. Um, so, the, uh, the one other thing that, so, uh, first of all, th- th- two other kind of meaty notes. Um, one of them is, so I mentioned the bonus levels are all outside of a 7-Up, right? And that bothered me. And then I, because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is dumb, you know? I was like, what, what, who cares? You know, like, there's no, there's no exploration here. There's nothing interesting. And then I thought, and Sonic does that. And it didn't bother me with Sonic. <laughs> why? And here's why is because ultimately, when I was playing the bonus level for levels for Sonic, I wasn't in it for the bonus levels. I was in it for that Chaos Emerald, you know that's what i was and and so to me i was always really excited when i got to a bonus level i was like do 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 and you're like yeah come on man let's do this
2: running down the pipe
1: boom, yeah yeah you should just play more sonic games we should we should play more sonic games we haven't played sonic and knuckles yet have we i you know when we eventually
2: play that i feel like we have to do Sonic 3 and Knuckles, right? The whole all like 80 levels with 14 Chaos Emeralds like the big ah.
1: Uh, okay. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> right. uh, so uh yes, and also we should play some like trash Sonic games before that to like, you know, Sonic 3D Blast. Yeah, is that, is that the one? <laughs> oh god. Um, it,
2: it ruined my birthday when I was a kid
1: nice excellent <laughs> uh it didn't ruin your childhood retroactively it's not like you're an adult you know it ruined my childhood no while i was still a child it yeah. ruined my childhood yep 12th birthday uh, terrible <laughs> uh so anyway so that that was kind of the my, my justification for that which is that you know in sonic they even though the bonus levels were very repetitive uh and basically kind of followed the same formula as this ultimately the reward was more meaningful because it altered the way you could play the main game this game is devoid of that which then, therefore made the bonus levels to me trite. Um the other thing that's I I just want to mention uh is uh game overs kick you back to the main screen and I've made my opinions about that known. I don't don't care for it. It is a emotional gut punch to, you know, be playing a game and then all of a sudden for them to be like, no 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 we're not even gonna start you off at the beginning of level one. You gotta sit through the title screen. It's like, oh man, I might as well just turn this thing off.
2: I I feel like if you're gonna make somebody sit through the title screen, you need like a cool game over screen, right? Like Sonic games had cool game over screens, right? Where Sonic kind of looks at you. Like he's just so disappointed. Right. And <laughs> some of the games, Eggman is kind of doing his, like he's got the emeralds and he's laughing at you. Cause he's like, ha ha, I've got the chaos emeralds, right? Like it, you, you gotta do some sort of c- like commiserating kind of thing. Right. Just like, Hey man, I, I get it. You died. You don't have any continues left sucks and then (laughs) then because then you've had a chance to like emotionally fortify yourself and then you press start and then it kicks you back to the title screen it's like okay let's do this again right but just like oh i took my last hit point of damage and then i'm seeing cool spot on the surfing like and it's like starter options and it's like whoa what what i was just i was just in sid's bedroom getting attacked by toys what the hell happened
1: When I think that, um, to me, you know, Celeste will always be the exemplar of cycle time, but to me, the exemplar of of this era, you know, Castlevania, man, you know, because Castlevania, Mm. like, they had the checkpoints, and then when you ran out of all your lives, it just kicked you back to the beginning of the level, which is in line with what uh, your assessment, which I agree with, which is that they're basically kind of saying, no, practice more, you know, so like, you get to checkpoint one and then checkpoint two and you die 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 and it's like okay so clearly you're you're not ready for the boss not only that you should probably go back and brush up a little bit more on what this level offers right but when the levels and enemies are are you know wildly varied or anything like that like you just are like man I, i i beat the sand level i don't Want to sit here and slog through it again and then maybe because I'm not paying attention make a few mistakes and then go into toy level more depowered than I was originally. You know? So it 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 yeah, it just I don't know. I don't like it, never liked it, never will like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, if, if you couldn't tolerate it as a kid, your 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 patience for that is going in the other direction, not way go, down. Going, no, yeah, this is, going down, not up.
1: Yeah, this is definitely the the wet wet shoes for me. Like I have no tolerance <laughs> for it never have you burn it all down <laughs>
2: um so i have i have one last mechanical note i wanted to mention um i forgot to say in the visuals that uh the they ask you to make way too many leaps of faith where they're just mm-hmm. like hey uh jump over there there maybe there's a platform over there and sometimes there's visual indicators but often it's just i'm going to just jump as far as i can and assume there's going to be something there and there always is but i don't personally like that because it just seems like lazy and kind of stupid level design the the thing i want to talk about mechanically just real quick is your jump is too mighty too mighty mighty too for the amount of interior spaces you are in because when you're on the beach and when you're out like on the pier you jump and you have this crazy high jump and it's like okay great like i can I'm flying through the air like i just don't care but a lot of the levels are in these Small, tight, confined interior vertical spaces where you have to like climb up and down and platform up and down, and the amount of times I was just smashing. My cool head into the ceiling, which completely wrecks your jump trajectory and robs you of all of your momentum, and then I would fall into an enemy, fall into a pit, fall into an environmental hazard, and I was just like, uh, like it it it, is. I have no way to tell Cool Spot, please don't jump as high as you can, right? Like it's, (laughs) you can do like the hair trigger press and get like a small jump, or you can basically get a full jump, but like a medium jump is really hard to get out of him, and just the way the levels are designed, I was like. Make the levels bigger or make the jump smaller. Like these, it feels like whoever decided how big his jump should be and whoever decided like how, you know, tall a lot of the vertical spaces would be like, they didn't talk.
1: Yeah. It's, it's very reminiscent of the Velociraptor in Jurassic Park. Yes.
2: Yes. Right? It felt just like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, so, so when you say that Cool Spot jumps like a velociraptor, <laughs> that's probably not what you're going for, right? <laughs> no.
2: No, that is not the game feel that I think the executives <laughs> at 7-Up requested. Yeah.
1: Although I could imagine like some exec playing Jurassic Park and like playing as a Velociraptor and they said, never have I felt cooler. Put it in there. Make it make it like that. And for the devs to be like, well, that's kind of a different game from a different uh, different like source media. I don't really know. You know, it it makes me think of uh, the Simpsons when they're developing Poochie and, uh, (laughs) you know, Rostify him up
2: about 10%. (laughs)
1: Well, that, but also the uh when they're in the boardroom and they have the writers and like the execs, you know and uh and all of the writers are are very like focused on the medium, and all the execs are like, "Shut up, you nerds from Harvard, so it just <laughs> makes me think of the uh like you know we're talking about the original dog from hell, you mean Cerberus <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can imagine that meeting happening, but you know with the the philociraptor jump uh so. I don't know, man. What what do what are you feeling?
2: You, uh do, do I think up? this held up? Is that the question yeah. you're asking me? Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. no, but <laughs> but it was never going to because this game wasn't good to begin with, right? So really the question we're asking is not, is this game as good as you remember? We're asking the far more specific if you enjoyed playing this as a kid, could you still enjoy playing it now? Also, no. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's a clunky awkward stylistically confusing mess like the the correct way to play this game is to just buy a 2 liter of seven up and drink it while listening to the soundtrack on YouTube like that if you want to play cool spot, that would be my recommendation for how to get this game into you. Like drink a seven up <laughs> while listening to the, the shockingly good soundtrack, because it's just the challenge is you like, you're fighting the game, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like, Oh, I overcame this challenge. It's like the game allowed me to be successful. And that's just not super fun. And when, because I, I played with the level select a little bit because 90s cheats are fun. Um, Having the invincibility forced on means there were times where I was going through portions of some of the later levels where I was like, I don't, I can't imagine caring enough to get good enough <laughs> to do this. Like I'm taking just nonstop damage, just nonstop damage, which means I would be dying left and right and then game over and all the way back to the beginning. And I was just like, it, it it's not a good sign when your game isn't fun when you're God, Right. Like playing, <laughs> playing Sonic the Hedgehog when you're supersonic and you're invincible and you just fly through enemies. Super satisfying. One, because it doesn't last forever. And two, because you got to earn it. But this just saying like, oh, hey, you want to go practice the fifth level? Well, you can't practice it because you're invincible. It's like, Come on, guys. Like, I'm trying to play your game. Like, let me just play your game. <laughs> why, why are what? you doing this? Why are you like this?
1: And I remember with supersonic, even even when I didn't earn it and I cheated to get it, it was still satisfying because the game itself was like rewarding and challenging so the game had a strict set of rules that it abided by and you could overcome them right but then it was just fun occasionally be like but i don't need to i'm god i i I am super saiyan vegeta because if you look at those animations side by side it's the same (laughs) half-life 3 confirmed um so So uh, for me
2: full nostalgia goggles required is my answer in case anybody was confused
1: yeah yeah um yeah I, it was to me so evident i forgot that you didn't actually say it out loud <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so also full nostalgic goggles required i mean so to me a lot of the times what it comes down to is what does this game offer you know like so because if we're playing a game and even you know with jekyll and hyde right full nostalgic goggles but what does it offer it offers a great exemplar of what not to do you know um and, and sometimes games, sometimes your entire point of life is to serve as a cautionary tale for others, right? You know, so sometimes it's like, yeah, you know, play this, it does these, or, you know, try this game, it does this interesting mechanic. It's, it's not great, but if you're interested in, like, how this would play out in a game, play this. The only novel thing that this game does is advertising. That's the only <laughs> thing that makes this game special, right? Yeah. So to me the best way to get this g- game into you is to watch a seven up commercial from the nineties, because <laughs> that's basically all do play Sonic and watch it and watch a game from the, you know, like, well, like watch that commercial. Right. Uh, d- when you said, uh, just, you know, kick back and, and, and drink seven up, uh, and, 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 you know, listen to the soundtrack. I, I agree with that with one caveat of like, get an X-Acto knife and cut out the cool spot and then jump around and go like, Woo, Oh, <laughs> you know, like, Like like Throwing the
2: 7-Up around the room.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I think if you make yourself a little action figure, which if you want to do on the cheap, you could just cut out the 7-Up spot. That's the way it goes. So, I mean, is there a spot on a list somewhere for this? Probably.
0: It's not cool. The curtain falls. The music plays. The credits roll. Then it all fades to black. And you're left by yourself. The fanfare is gone. There's no player two there by your side to share victories won. But as you slowly progress down the hall to your bed a few great events leak back into your head from the time that you spent Traversing the land Battling evil Fighting the darkness Just sword in hand Your memory's creeping With the edge of a smile You realize again What you've lost for a while You gotta think back much less On how you saved the day and on all the experience gained. At the end of it all, the gamers play what we play. After game over.